0: You look snug right as a bug in that. Look I know. At that.
1: Yeah, it's cold Cozy. over here. <laughs> this is not a professional setup we have here. Welcome to you, but still, Brandon, it's, bundled up. It's cold. Bundled up. It's cold here. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! First, no, like first, the, you're eating squirrel in front of our guest, and do not you do not clarify that it's a restaurant <laughs> called Squirrel. You just say. She I knows, have a couple bites okay, she of knows squirrel, what squirrel left. She knows. She knows what squirrel is. Luckily, she knows what it is. Anyway, joining us on the podcast today, Katie Detopolis, a person who I've wanted to have on here for a long time. Welcome to Yeah, but still. How are you doing?
0: That, I'm great. Thank you for having me. I I'm very excited to to be uh, to be here.
1: I know it's it's crazy that we haven't done it before, but I mean, you're kind of like the OG of internet reporting. I would say the OG of internet as a beat i would say
0: um i mean you I, might I not give yourself but...
1: that crown but i will give you it and why thank have. you
0: i always think of like there's there's a handful of people you know someone i always think of as being like the real og of internet reporting who the only reason i've just stuck around i keep doing it for longer but uh this guy adrian Chen, who used to uh oh report-
2: gawker mm-hmm. back in the yeah. day old gawker
0: and he was he wrote so many like good things um like he did a big story he did this big thing about like unmasking this like reddit troll who had been the the moderator of all the like the worst reddit subreddits um and he like found the guy who was the goatsy guy and all these other good things but he (laughs) sort of he's not i mean well he's not out he's still reporting but he's uh so he's been on extended book leave for like a long time so he's not like actively writing about the internet on a weekly basis anyway. who
2: was the quick aside who was the go-to guy what what was that
0: um so i I believe the story that he (sighs) never had like absolute confirmation because i think that the guy that had people thought it was had died i think um but it was some guy i want to say his name was kurt something and basically like he was known on these forums for like extreme (laughs) anal stretching um yeah. wow. and so people were like oh yeah we you know that guy that's kurt
1: adrian um, found him a I little guess... too quick it took him <laughs> took him one hour
0: um I mean, there was <laughs> just I, off the top of his he, head it was certainly a reporting feat no. that 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 he that he found the guy um but I, there there were all these outtakes from the famous goatsy pitcher um, oh wow like
1: oh wow. yeah
0: so the criterion the, the criterion only, outtakes
1: i had no yeah, idea like
0: it was apparently it had been shared as like a like a folder of like 20 images um, and only one image had sort of you know had stuck around
2: I mean wasn't um, that the case with like uh two girls one cup was like it's connected to swap.avi or something right does this ring a bell oh, for either of you
3: I don't
0: know I mean two girls one cup was sort of I mean I feel like the difference there is like that just was a like straightforward piece of pornography right like right. it was filmed to be put on yeah. the like where goats he was like one guy with his camera set up on a you know tripod or yes
1: something. i was a big fan um, of they ever find party. the
2: the lemon party yeah lemon party well they're all dead surely looks, i mean now. they're all dead right? yeah
0: i i mean i will i i i have definitely looked um i have yeah. i have looked for for inf- more information There's, about uh lemon party there might be it's
1: one so left, like like the the last remaining world war 1 veteran or whatever <laughs> like kind of like roll him <laughs> out <laughs> roll him out for the 4th of July i mean it's i i like have like
2: <clears throat> like uh something of a nostalgic pang mm-hmm. for uh the days of lemon party uh i mean it's like so much more mild compared to any of the other uh quote unquote shock sites
0: yeah like it's, it's I,
2: relatively wholesome as an image
0: it is i kind of think it is. it's just you know it's, it's sweet three old men um yeah. i a couple of years ago i tried and failed to do i had this idea for like an oral history of like the gross internet like all these gross yeah. out images um and the problem was that you know except for I don't know, maybe like Two Girls, One Cup. Basically, like, it's really hard to find the sort of like actual people behind any of these. Um, so right. I eventually sort uh-huh. of gave up. But like, one thing that like kind of kept coming up and then I was like, oh, now I feel, uh, this makes this less fun is that like, well, when you think about it, Goatsy is kind of like non-consensual, like showing someone a graphic sexual image and... Also, this person meant to make Mm. it for, like, his very niche community of, you know, fellow anal stretching enthusiasts. And now his asshole is, like, blasted into a wider, like.
2: Yeah.
0: And so you're like, oh, this it doesn't it turns the out the context
2: collapse of goatee Oh, uh, yeah can't like, get you're into like the oh. ethics of See,
0: <laughs> i know all of a sudden, you're like oh goatee's problematic no oh, but and it's it's hard yeah. cuz you know the yeah, idea but, of it being but, a, but y'all
2: not y'all know, ready for not. that conversation <laughs>
0: <laughs> no I, I i don't i don't like to think about it too hard but,
1: um yeah. this is the this is the the best example of like a yeah but still Episode format where we bring on somebody <laughs> to talk about something important, and then we just end up making them describe goatsy.
2: Well, which is not is
1: not to say that l- that's not important.
2: There's yeah. that whole uh, um, there's that whole situation with, well, there was that documentary zoo, yeah, I believe yeah. that was like about the Mr. Hands guy.
0: Yeah, and it's I like mean-
2: a it's it's a critically acclaimed documentary, but. Like for years prior you only knew if Mr. Hands like, ha ha ha, oh that that video nasty. And then yeah. years later but- there was uh that doc. Brandon, you have like an encyclopedic
1: I, um- knowledge on this.
2: This is like entry levels though, this is like one oh one. This is the shit they teach I you. I don't want to know what,
1: what's four hundred one. What's five hundred one level? You know what's the grad <laughs> yeah. school level? And, and you are know, you
2: aware of seen, it? You've seen you know, Mister Hands. I know Mister Well. I know Mister Hands. Yeah. Do you
0: need to describe it for your audience in case people haven't listened? This or guy getting um, fucked
2: by a horse to death.
0: Yeah. Um. I, it, I, well. <laughs> I, it's, so, I think, so it was. It Thanks went, it went viral <laughs> and it was real. And then, yeah. um, and in the video, you're not sure he dies, but like the video is like you see the, the horse starting to like penetrate him, and then the horse sort of jumps forward in a way. You're like, oh yeah. god, there's no way he survives. No um, and the man, like, it's like I, I don't even know if I've
1: ever time. actually watched it. Like, I know of it, but I don't know if I've now I, I, I think just about it.
2: About, I've never actually watched it. I yeah,
1: I don't need it. to see that. I don't need I've, to see that.
0: I, I remember, I mean, like, in you know, 2000. Four or something and yeah. I saw it like when it sort of first went around and I remember this horrible thing of like it's not like explicitly snuff in the sense that like you don't see him die but you're like oh oh god this is like like it's, it's you know it's you know this person is extremely injured and like I think later he dies but um, I think people and...
2: see... oh go ahead sorry I
0: don't know and then it, but it was like a viral video which is like pretty messed yeah. up um, and then there was Eventually, at the time, he's in, like, Washington State, I think, and, like, um, bestiality wasn't illegal, um, and so it wasn't, like, a legal issue. Except I think there was some weird thing, like, these guys kept breaking into, like, their neighbor's farm or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think it wasn't, like, his horse. <laughs>
1: um, it's it's so funny that the internet, like, viral content used to be either that, like, a man getting killed by a horse fucking him, or, like, I can has cheeseburger cat. Yeah. Like, there was... Very yeah. little yeah. in between of like, yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm trying to get Mr. Hands to catch on as like street slang for uh ketamine. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I got I'm trying to get a hundred dollars worth of Mr. Hands right now.
1: No, I think it's maybe you that's take, like if you, if if take if you, take you go you,
0: into like a real cave, yeah, you take too much. The horse,
2: oh, yeah, night. I got then, hit by the horse. Oh, there you go. Because <laughs> then you really got you got fucked by the you got fucked <laughs> by the horse. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. If you're, you're in a k-hole, you got you got Mr. Henst
3: mm-hmm. okay, yeah. wow, there we
2: go.
1: So Katie, that is, I did not bring you on this podcast to discuss Mr. Hands. Uh, you are um, a seasoned. I'm. I mean, journalist. I'm happy to go a
0: full hour on
1: it. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm just kidding. We, we there's definitely a world where we do that. Uh, would it even fit into a full hour? That's the question. But um, I originally, I mean, I've wanted to have you on for a long time, but most recently, you've become very involved in this ongoing saga with Twitter, like the the death of Twitter, the mm-hmm. whatever people want to call it, Elon purchasing Twitter and these changes being made. You've been hosting these rooms, which you kind of, maybe you could describe like when you started doing those, but you, you started doing the live, um, what are they actually called on Twitter? I'm like blanking out. Oh, spaces. Up. Spaces, like the Twitter spaces. You started doing these, I think before Elon purchased it, if I remember correctly, but... You've I, done
0: it. Th- I don't think I mean, I sort of had only ever mildly. I feel like you're overselling my involvement a little bit. I, you I were involved I, I, you in, you know,
1: I mean, you had some I, crazy ones going. I love to hype going. myself
0: up. Um, you've had but, some crazy uh, ones
1: going, and Elon joined them, and you were the host of these, yeah. these rooms.
0: Um, so I don't, I hadn't really done too many before, um, before recently. I think like, and the, the feature has only been around for like two years, it's kind of like a I crypto guy um, thing. I think I'd like well, i it was like, try them every now and then.
2: Didn't they add it after Clubhouse?
0: Yeah, yeah. It was, like... It was, like, their um,
2: Clubhouse.
0: Yeah. Um, and then I did one... So I used to have a podcast with BuzzFeed uh, with this guy, Ryan Broderick, um, who now has a substack called Garbage Day. And is really good. And I highly recommend everyone subscribes. Um, and so when there was... One night, it kind of seemed like this is it. Like, maybe in mid-November after Elon had fired all these people and there were kind of all these reports coming out that was like all the people who kind of keep the servers up and running like the real like nuts and bolts of the operation have been fired and kind of seems like the site could just collapse at any second um and so everyone was kind of like I think maybe this is like the last night Twitter exists like we could wake up tomorrow and it's just kind
1: of yeah, not that.
0: working anymore um and so my old podcast host and I we, we did we were like let's do one last we'll do a podcast but it'll be a twitter space um
1: oh yeah that was I remember that fun. happening I was incorrect yeah it was yeah it just seems like a long time ago I think everything's kind of compressed <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I remember that happening and it had a huge mm-hmm. amount of, of viewers listeners whatever you want to call it um, yeah
0: I think it was just one of those things of like it was like uh thursday night and it was rainy out so everyone was home and everyone was kind of looking at twitter because they were like is it gonna shut down like is the app gonna just break like and so people were willing to sort of listen listen in
1: i guess i even i was in costa rica at the time and i briefly popped in just because i was like what is going on in here i was like (laughs) for one minute um and saw how many people were in there and i'm like what are they doing in here uh,
0: um, unfortunately it was like you know because it was like my buddy and I were like we'll just like talk about Twitter it, you know not very well thought out or planned Um, so <laughs> I wish I was like 10% better at, at doing those
1: yeah um, so that was the first one and then as Elon's kind of like made these sweeping changes mm-hmm. to Twitter you started doing more eventually kind of like the climax of that being this one where Elon joined and kind of got confronted and it's it sort of, there's this clip of it that kind of went viral from that where do you have the, do you have the clip? I can pull mm-hmm. it up, but what, what led up to that? Like, I mean, what was that one specifically for? Maybe we should so, walk through the Elon changes because not everybody pays as much attention to Twitter as myself or, right. yeah.
0: So Elon Musk had been doing a bunch of chase. so he had fired a bunch of people fired a lot of the people who were in charge of moderation and policy which i think was very eyebrow raising to a lot of people who follow twitter over the years being like hmm this is a place that definitely needs content moderation and strong legal policy um and those people are gone um you know, and and he's sort of been saying, you know, I want this to be a place for free speech, um, which you know, it's one of these things that's like that sounds great in theory, but in practice, it's very hard to actually run a global platform uh, that operates uh, that way because free speech is like a legal concept in the United States, and that's not the only place that you're, you know, having. <laughs> you have to follow the rules in other countries, and. Um, it, it and you know and also like sort of obvious reasons about free speech doesn't mean that like people enjoy being on a platform that's full of assholes um and if it's probably in your best interest if you want to sell advertising to not have a ton of assholes on your platform um and so all these you know all these things sort of went wrong. Like all these advertisers dropped out or they froze their advertising campaigns. Twitter's like losing money. Um, a bunch of celebrities sort of were like, I'm out. Um, and so the, every everything kind of seemed confusing and weird. And he made all these weird decisions about like, I'm going to roll out this $8 a month subscription product, but it's not really working. So I'm going to pause it. Wait. Um. No one can make fun of my name, or like he didn't want to have like impersonations. There were so many
1: sagas; it was crazy. I know. There was the imperson. Yeah, he banned impersonations because, like, I mean, I ba- I think the basic thing was that like he made it so that you can get the verified blue check for eight dollars. Like anybody mm-hmm. can have it, which was definitely him, just trying to like troll, what he perceived as like, the left, like the journalist elites yeah. or whatever. You know, be like, oh, you guys was- like.
2: Well, there was that, but isn't there, uh, wasn't he also just like trying to uh, profit in some way? Yeah. Uh, because like, I think they, he, uh, he lost a lot of money, right?
1: oh, a ton. But even yeah. like, Katie, have you ran the numbers? Like, I don't even think like, even if the $8 thing was a success, I don't even think he would be profitable. <laughs> like even close. I
0: know. Um, I, I have not run the numbers, but it's, I, I think that the sort of year end figure that I've seen people toss around is that like, he lost $200 billion this year. Yeah. Um, And that's a mix of Tesla stock, which is most of his like, net worth uh went significantly went down uh that's a mix of the stock market in general went down this year but also like tesla in particular went down um and then he also like bought this way he bought twitter for way more than it's worth um because he made the deal to buy it when like I think in like April when the stock market was booming and everything seemed great and seemed like maybe it was a good price then, but then everything crashed and he way overpaid for it and he had to take out like massive loans that he owes like a billion dollars a year in interest on or something. So there's just there's just no way that he's going to make money on this no, anytime so soon. No, so
1: weird. Also, because like even before that, like Jack Dorsey, the founder, mm-hmm. the way he would talk about Twitter and like as a company... Yeah, obviously when it was publicly traded, you know, he wouldn't even talk about it as really like a profitable company. It was more like his little pet project that he liked to keep going. I think he mostly focuses on block or like square. Yeah. You know, I think that's like his profitable company. I don't think Twitter was really making that much money.
0: I I think it sort of was notoriously not particularly profitable. And like this sort of This sort of sense around Silicon Valley, and especially with other executives or people who like kind of know about things is that like, Elon wasn't wrong in the sense that Twitter was a messed up company that could use a big shake up in leadership and a change in direction and strategy like it was not a perfectly operating company like great someone can come on in buy it shake it up streamline it cut costs make it run more efficiently like that that could have worked like that it was sort of a known thing that it also was way over like having layoffs was like you know it was overstaffed it kind of was known for having a bloated uh number of you know employees and um you know it's just that it seems like he didn't come in and do this the best way possible
1: yeah it's weird it's and it's weird to see something so big change so fast and kind of die like a a cultural behemoth like you think of we're familiar with this type of thing happening on like a small scale which is still kind of like crazy when it happens even like like somebody could buy like like a a nightclub or something that has a lot of cultural impact and just like oh my god are you sick (laughs) no no I sneeze when I eat too fast. Okay, those are some Looney Tunes sneezes.
2: No, when I when I eat too much too fast, I start I start sneezing. <laughs> it could and be I, some
0: tainted jam. I
2: no no no, jam. no 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 no. We're not bringing that. They 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 got out of the. Are jam. you
0: sure it's not the botulism? Mm-hmm.
2: No no no. I sneeze I sneeze when I eat too much too fast, and I wolf down breakfast right before hopping on this pod. Okay, and so now I'm now I'm sneezing.
1: So, you know, I think I was just saying like, this does remind me of like, you know, like a rich guy buying a nightclub and being like, oh yeah, like I'm going to have all my friends in VIP now. And I'm going to like make the rules what I want. And like, all of a sudden nobody wants to come anymore. You know?
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's very much like that analogy too, because it's very similar to the idea of like, well, I like going to nightclubs. Yeah. I should run one. I'm going to buy it. It's, and, <laughs> it's like bre- all my friends could get
1: thing. in now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. And, you know, I think running a, you know, Elon Musk has been very successful in running Tesla and SpaceX and has made a lot of money doing it. And people, you know, enjoy the cars when they're not on fire or driving over toddlers. And, um, you know, he sends rockets into space. You know, that's that's a thing. Um, but running a social media company is, like, difficult in different ways. And he also seems to be doing it with sort of, very little help or the help that he's getting is from people who are not good at doing that either Um and he fired all the people at twitter who probably could have helped him
1: if i just so, speculate it's like you know obviously people are learning this now but elon musk did not invent the tesla <laughs> like there's yeah. this he's a very good showman and he's been good at mm-hmm. kind of like Acting like he sort of is involved in the scientific process. Clearly, Tesla is run by some very smart people that aren't him because he's dicking around on Twitter. You can like see the evidence of how much time he's not on Twitter. He's posting more than anybody I know, right? Like, yeah. So obviously, he's not working on Tesla stuff. Or, you know, he'll post about how far he is into Elden Ring and it's like further (laughs) than my unemployed friends and it's like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, this man does not work at his own companies, obviously. But anyway, um, so clearly there's some people running it that are smart and good at it. But he's done a good job at being this public face, and that's like, it's weird. It's kind of falling apart now, cause it's there are two really cool things. Like they're both like little boy, like fanboy type stuff. Like oh, the big spaceship. Oh, the fast car. He's the fast car yeah. man. He's the spaceship guy. Like all you have to do is kind of. Not be stupid, stand in front of your spaceship, not make any money bad. It's like, he was doing a good job of that for a long time, but I don't know why he bought this company.
0: Yeah, and it's certainly, I mean, I, it's certainly not winning him any, uh, well, maybe it's winning him some fans, I guess. But, um, I mean, I, I think that the the effect on Tesla's stock price is probably, you know, directly related to people looking at what he's doing at Twitter and being like oh no this is the guy we have in charge do
2: we have the do we have the clip of him uh rage quitting uh Twitter
1: space yeah so eventually all of this leads up to Elon starts banning various journalists from Twitter it's like kind of unclear what happens to sort of people he doesn't oh well the Elon yeah. jet thing so there's We'll we'll go through this real quick. Yeah. This long running account that's been up, somebody tracks Elon's private jet, which is this is public information. It's very common, especially in the world of like options traders and things like that. Like like anybody doing serious day trading is doing kooky stuff like tracking private jets of CEOs to see like, oh, why is Elon flying to China? Like this might be Like, oh, he's flying, like, really close to this factory. They might be doing some kind of deal. People are using this information to speculate on, like, what might be coming for the company. It's never been a problem, but then all of a sudden he bans this account. Do you remember why? Did they, like...
0: Yeah, so, well, the details are a little fuzzy here. So he... Apparently there was... He said there was an incident where he has a stalker who attacked his car that was he wasn't in the car, but it was driving his son somewhere and that a violent stalker like jumped on the car. And this made him fear for he you know, he said, okay now it's not safe for this plane tracker anymore because now my violent stalker can know you Know my son is at the Los Angeles airport and yeah, can go find him. Or whatever. That's what he
1: said. Um, I mean, the real reason I think is the, that he was getting caught in lies because people knew where he was,
0: right? And and that reason I mean, the this particular incident with the stalker, the details that emerged later on, um, we will get to that, to not be clear. <laughs> um, but so he shut down the the jet tracker account, and then uh, a, you know, a bunch of people reported on the fact that he shut down this jet tracker account and then sort of out of nowhere he banned the accounts of I think about five or six journalists who had tweeted about the ban of the uh, airplane tracker account um, including people from the Washington Post and the New York Times um, and a couple of big places. accounts
1: yeah just yeah, like, yeah and they weren't and like and he was saying it was because ca- they are posting his location and doxing him but like I don't think any of them actually they just referenced an account a deleted account that he says was but i mean this is public information anyway you can track those planes
0: right and it just so happened that like some of those accounts of journalists were people who had like written critically about him personally and like he definitely knows like uh, ryan mack who was one of the people who was banned he's at the new york times he used to work with me at buzzfeed news and um he and elon had gotten in they have like a whole long history where like Elon Musk just bans any emails that come in from BuzzFeed now
1: because
0: he hates (laughs) Ryan Mack so much personally. Yeah, they're like his villains.
1: Um, Taylor Lorenz was one of them. It's like, of course.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, he banned her actually not for that, but for completely something made up a few days later. That's funny. Uh, And only her, weirdly. Um, So so he banned these accounts, and I started a Twitter space uh, with a few of friends of uh, my old colleague, Ryan Mack, we sort of were like, let's do a funny Twitter space because he can't listen and we'll sort of roast him a little bit. Um, And we sort of, you know, started talking about, you know, what was going on with Twitter and the fact that these accounts have been banned. Um, And eventually one of the people who was banned, uh, Matt Binder, who writes for Gizmodo, somehow discovered that through this very weird quirk um, in the way that Twitter spaces are coded and built, If your account is suspended, you can still join a Twitter space, even though you can't tweet or see, like, you basically can't be on Twitter, but you can join a Twitter space. Yeah,
1: it's, um, Um, it was weird. So he's in, so basically, we'll watch the clip, but like, Elon joins and it's a room full of journalists talking, including some people that are currently banned from Twitter, but are somehow still mm -hmm. in the room. And yeah. He kind of rage quits this, basically, but we'll we'll listen to the full thing. It's two minutes long.
3: Well, as I'm sure everyone who's been and, uh would agree, you know, uh, showing real time uh, information about somebody's location is uh, inappropriate, and I think everyone on this call would not like that to be done to them. And and there is not going to be any distinction in the future between journalists, so-called journalists, and and regular people. Everyone's going to be treated the same. You're not special because you're a journalist you're just, you're, just you're, you're a twitter you're just your citizen
1: that's um, elon talking
3: so uh no special treatment um your docs you docs you, you get suspended in a story um so and and and, 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 and ban evasion ban evasion or like or, or trying to be clever about it like oh i posted a link to the real-time information is obviously uh, just, uh that is obviously simply trying to evade the the, the meaning that is there's no different than, than actually showing real time information. Um,
0: so, uh, when you're saying posting a link to it, I mean, the, some of the people like Drew and, and Ryan Mack uh, from the New York Times who were, were banned were, were, you know, they were reporting on it in the course of sort of pretty normal journalistic endeavors. Um, you consider that like a tricky attempt at ban evasion?
3: You show the link to the real time information, ban evasion, obviously.
0: I, I drew. I don't think you were posting the real-time information, right?
1: I mean, you're, you're suggesting that we're sharing your uh, address, which is not not true. Um, and you're suggesting that we're we're posting. True. We never. Uh, I I never posted your address.
3: You posted a link to the address.
1: We posted a link. We in in the re- course of reporting about Elon Jet, we posted links to Elon Jet, which are now not online um, and now banned on on twitter and, and twitter also of course marks even the instagram and mastodon accounts of elon jet as as harmful using you know we have to admit acknowledge using the same exact link blocking technique that you have criticized as part of the hunter biden new
3: york post story in 2020 so what is different yeah. here it's and there no more acceptable for me. It's, it's no more acceptable for me for you than it is for me same thing so, anyway. I, so it's unacceptable what you're doing? No. what You, you, you docs you get suspended, end of story. That's it.
0: Elon, I have to ask. I mean, I think what everyone's wondering is it, it's highly unusual for journalists at the Washington Post and the New York Times to be, have their Twitter account suspended. And it just so happens that it's, you know, the, the, the boss in charge, you know. Uh, so, you know, what's the deal there? Oh, I think... I think Elon has uh, has left. I guess that's I unfortunate because, the yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, guess what the difference is there. You know,
1: Man, not I trying to. So many...
3: I was raring yeah. to go,
0: guys.
1: <laughs> I know. I was too. Oh my god, that is. Oh, and then right after that, like thirty minutes later, he ended your Twitter space, right?
0: Yeah. So. All of a sudden the Twitter space cut out completely and it sort of did a weird thing where the screen kind of went black in a way that was like, it wasn't just like, oh, I lost my connection and everyone got kicked out. And then everyone realized that the entire Twitter spaces feature was down. Um, And I think probably what happened is that they realized that there was this bug where the suspended people could go back onto Twitter Mm. spaces and they we were so desperate to fix that bug that they just took down the feature for, like, a full day.
1: Um, it was so, hearing him in there is so funny. He's, like, stuttering, failing to answer, like, little questions, and ultimately it just, you know, you find yourself going to a place where it's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing this? Why yeah. are you meddling? Like you, <laughs> like, you have a company that makes rockets. Like, what are you doing, like, in the mud this deep? What is going yeah. on? Yeah,
0: and and so I think maybe about the next day, um, or two, he uh, decided that he ba- he banned Taylor Lorenz, the journalist from the Washington Post, also. Um, and she at that time, I think, had only had three accounts uh, or three tweets on her account. Two were like follow me on Instagram, another was like follow me on Mastodon because she like auto deletes her tweets. And then the third one was a tweet directly to Elon Musk saying like, Mr. Musk, will you please check your email? We have sent like the Washington Post is sending you an email with that. We need your urgent comment on. So like, obviously she was about to report on something that he was not going to like very much. And then her account was banned. And it's
1: a bad idea, by the way. She's like, don't, <laughs> and then he, don't, he get, said the, don't give the- up her only distraction. Like if she's <laughs> investigating you.
0: Yeah. This is a freak, and like
1: an absolute freak that on that he has on his hands like
0: yeah and his claim afterwards was we're not going to allow tweets that say follow me on instagram or like other social platforms which he then reversed because that's like an insane thing to do um but he clearly just was mad at her like he clearly was just targeting specific people that pissed him off
1: yeah and then so all of this Starting with like the the Elon Jet thing, which he used the Stalker thing to ban Elon Jet, but they seem completely unrelated. Um The Stalker turns out seems to be like a legitimate creep that's like stalking Grimes. Um Yeah, a lot of celebrities. As, have as them. reported
0: by Taylor Lorenz, I think as that's reported. what she was actually emailing him about. Yeah, um, as reported, she had yeah she had uncovered... or she had been. Uh, I think the Los Angeles Police Department, she had there had been an incident where there was some video footage of something at the gas station that Elon tweeted out saying, do you know this guy? And there's a license plate. So there's sort of some clues of who this could possibly be. Um, she and Drew, who was one of the, the people who was banned uh, from that previous space, um, they figured out that it turns out that it was a guy who was a kind of like a longtime stalker of grimes. No indication that the kid was in the car. Um, No indication that the guy was stalking Elon. Um, But honestly, like, still pretty scary. Like, I'm, you know, like, it sounds like the guy is no good. I would not be thrilled if that person was.
3: Yeah,
1: but, I mean, a big detail of this is that it did not take place anywhere near an airport. In fact, it actually took place pretty close to where I live, not to dox myself, but this Mm -hmm. is a... Wait, did the, in- did the location come out?
0: It was in Pasadena. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm
1: like, I, I know where it is. Uh, it's South yeah. Pasadena. There's like, it's literally, it's a really funny place for it to all be taking place because it's like this gas station by like a Trader Joe's. It's like a very idyllic area over there. Like lots of people mm-hmm. jogging and riding bikes. It's weird that yeah. this confrontation took place in this zone. Um, yeah. But it's not, I mean, it sounds it's like far from any was- airport.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it was probably like a scary incident and that Grimes has like a pretty unwell stalker, but it also doesn't seem that there's a direct connection between that and the jet tracker thing.
1: It's moments like these two where I'm like, I kind of reevaluate all my like big conspiracies about, you know, the the global elite. It's like... (laughs) Don't you think Elon Musk, shouldn't he have, like, easier ways of getting rid of people like that than, like, buying Twitter <laughs> to, like, ban people, ban an account? Like, I don't know. I'm I'm surprised. Like, doesn't he have, like, some weird
0: like, yeah, people that I mean... could, like,
1: deal with this guy? Like, I don't know. I'm not saying, like, murder him, but, like, mm-hmm. you'd think he'd be more than, like, you'd think he'd be one step ahead of a stalker if you're, like this kind of modern day iron man dude that he tries to portray himself as right
0: yeah i mean you know i i have to imagine that probably like a lot of these sort of famous you know tech uh, you know ceo people probably deal with lots of unwell stalkers all the time right like i'm sure that like there's people out there who think that mark zuckerberg is sending them secret messages and stuff i think that's like what the person thought that he like yeah. this person thought that like Grimes was secretly sending him messages through I'm sure and there's many people like that and stuff. Like, <laughs> like
1: um
2: yeah,
0: yeah and like Brandon Wardell um
2: well yeah well she is doing that to
1: me yeah she, she should <laughs> stop <laughs> well, doing that to him
2: uh you know hey I'll, I'll keep listening
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it makes sense that it happened so close to my house
0: <laughs> yeah oh. like, are we sure it wasn't you yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh but yeah it was um i don't know brandon does that make do you have any thoughts on that like like i'm kind of confused where it's like you'd think that people like that have like an easier way to deal with this type of shit right like it wouldn't be that well yeah like
2: i mean in terms of like yeah money and resources
1: like i imagine there'd be like some israeli guy like hidden in the bushes somewhere that would like be tackling a dude like that before he gets anywhere close, you know? Well, but yeah, of course, that's what
0: happened essentially. Yeah, is yeah, I guess that so. the, the security guard driver noticed the car following them, got out, and like hit the guy, hit the stalker with his car. Whoa. And I think what so it was awesome the incident didn't seem exactly as musk had described it where the guy jumped on the roof of the car but this was sort of based on a police report that i guess the the stalker actually filed a police report being like this guy hit me with this car <laughs> um, sick which <laughs> hard to know what's going on you know it, it, i don't i don't know exactly what happened in the parking lot of that trader joe's but but it seemed like there was like a security guard who was like you know Doing his job.
1: Wait, was it actually a Trader Joe's?
0: Uh, no, it was a gas station. That, I guess it's right across
1: car, from Trader says. Joe's, right? Yeah. Mm. yeah. So I,
0: I I'm so, I'm basing this on your description of the no Trader no Joe's no place. no yeah
1: it's like um it's a very funny place for all of this to go down. But anyway, man, this has actually been a very complicated saga. It compressed, it's compressed so tightly into like this weird time period. But there's so much that has happened, and you've kind of been ended up being a player in all of this like by hosting these spaces
0: yeah i mean i feel like you know it's an odd thing where like you know when you're a reporter your job is sort of like you know not to be part of the story right like you're supposed to like find out what's happening and tell people about it um and then like and you're not supposed to like poke at it (laughs) until something happens um but i think that it's a little bit of like he's he's very clearly unhappy with the tech press Um, and I think a lot of tech CEOs are and like he is really like it clearly is getting under his skin in like really specific ways Um, I mean you can sort of I mean just by like he banned a handful of journalists who he doesn't personally like and like he you know he knows who they are and he did it because you know it's them or whatever Um, that's
1: I don't know. Yeah. So we're going, it's still, and it's still ongoing too. I like, do you have any predictions as to where this is headed?
0: I don't, I mean, he, so he now says that he's going to, you know, find a CEO to replace him, which like he did like a Twitter poll. He keeps doing these things <laughs> of like, he'll do a Twitter poll and be like, should uh-huh. I do this on Twitter? And then he's like, Oh, ho, whatever anyone says. Um, and He's like, so I step down a CEO and like, Turns out, yes. Um, but then he was like, "No, I got to do the poll again." Um, but he had sort of originally said that, and I think everyone kind of expected that he would not be running it on a day-to-day basis forever, um, because he has two other companies that are much more successful, and lucrative, and need his attention more. Um, and like,
2: at some point with the the whole poll situation, didn't he? Uh, you say that uh, it was uh, bots.
1: Oh, yeah, bots <laughs> voting in the polls.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think he may have. I mean, which, you know... Which he of also course. said he
1: got rid of the bots, though. That was another thing. Yeah. Like he, his first move was like, uh, goodbye, bots. You know? Yeah. It's uh... Which,
0: you know, I, I, it's hard to know if that has been particularly successful. I have not... I mean, bots were not a big issue on my experience of using Twitter ever. Um, yeah. I still get spam messages but you know um but so i don't know so maybe he'll find a replacement soon and then maybe things will be kind of more normal i don't know i mean i think that there was kind of this moment where like everyone was kind of do is this just dead like do we all leave um and i think that moment where he banned journalists kind of for me i was like oh this is just not like I guess this is not a place where anyone's gonna wanna, but the, I don't know. But then they came it's, back. I mean, the, I
1: think the, it, the, the vibes of the club are changing, I'd <laughs> say. And like, if I had to make a guess, I think he's the clubhouseification of Twitter is happening where it's like, you know, you saw the rise and fall of Clubhouse so fast yeah. to where it was like quickly, celebrities were on it for like a second. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden it was taken over by like hustler mindset guys, like NFT mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Then next thing you know, the Taliban's is the only one using it like, to, like, as like a walkie talkie <laughs> system. But um, yeah, I think with between what's going down there, like the people who are actually paying for the stupid verified checks. I mean, Brandon, you've been off it for a long time just because it's not a pleasant place. It's become even worse right. since then. And um, I think that's probably where it's just going to go. If I had to if I had to guess, I think like you know, the people, the main characters of it now are kind of like these weird, fake business guys, you know, like the type of people that are like CEO of blank media. And it's like their LLC employee of one. Um, and like, you know, scam guys, uh, multi-level marketing guys. Those are the people that seem to be making the biggest splash right now. And that's I mean, maybe it'll continue thriving, but I think for the average person, it's just, like, not a super fun place to be hanging out anymore. Most people were on there to see memes and, like, stupid <laughs> drill tweets and right. stuff. Right. I know? mean, it's
2: been, yeah, it's been a long time since
1: it's been a fun time. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. why you've been gone, right? Yeah.
2: I mean, I left, I I kind of got off there pre-Musk.
1: Oh, yeah. You've been kind of backed yeah. away for a minute. Yeah.
0: So where do you hang out online instead? I mean, that's sort of my problem. Is like, as much as I see Twitter like becoming a worse and worse place. What's that?
2: I mean, Instagram. Like Instagram. Kind of it. Yeah.
1: I feel like there's not. TikTok I don't talk a little bit. There's not like, and the weird thing is that this is happening probably in a time period for me and Brandon where it's like we're kind of entering this new stage of our life where we're getting a little older. So. There's like a new generation on the internet. So it's some of it, it's hard for me to tell sometimes where it's like, am I just becoming out of touch with like the platforms that are being taken over by like the teenagers of today? Or is it truly in this kind of in limbo time? I think maybe a mix, but it does yeah. kind of feel like there's not a home right now for the type of stuff. I guess I'm,
2: I'm mostly on uh, I'm mostly on 32 Chan. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, I feel like we're in, um, like, a limbo period. I don't know where to go. Like, I don't – I kind of, like – I open this the apps up out of impulse, you know, but I don't really enjoy hanging out there anymore, right? Sort of how I feel.
0: Yeah. It's a bu- – I mean, like, it's a bummer because I really enjoy d- Twitter, you know? Like – I I get something out of it that I cannot get out of Instagram or TikTok, you know, like there's more news and um humor than like you know other place. I don't know. Like it it has its it has its own stuff um that isn't really replicated somewhere else.
1: You know what's weird is like well I think people who Like actually create content like the real people behind it like drill is a good example they're always undervalued but Mm -hmm. i'm surprised like nobody after elon bought twitter i'm surprised like one of the competitors or somebody in silicon valley just make a similar app and like give somebody like drill and other like power users like equity to just switch Mm -hmm. it's like i'm not sure if it would work or not but you know, I feel like if you get enough of, like, the main people from Twitter to jump over, it would work, you know? People, at the end of the day, just need a place to gather.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, Mastodon is kind of what some people are going over to, but it's it's honestly, like, it's a pain in the ass to sign up. It, like, doesn't really work yeah, who's I
2: don't know who the fuck is actually on Mastodon.
0: It's like, I, you know, I'm... I'm on it, but it's like, and I guess there are some people, but it, I get one of those things where I just have no, uh, inclination to post, like, and, and I also, don't really, you can't, yeah. you can't
2: name a website, uh, something that's already like a successful band.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> like that's already, we already mm-hmm. we have that. Yeah. We have, well, yeah, they're Mastodon's going to be p- pissed. Pissed.
1: You know. Yeah.
2: You can't you can't be like, "Oh, welcome, oh, oh, Twitter's dying. Uh, check me out on Metallica." Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's um, uh it doesn't work. That. Um call it something else. So, yeah, it's weird. I mean, and maybe we could kind of connect this back to like your larger history of internet reporting, but I think an interesting thing I kind of find myself going back to is This is still a young, like the internet's still young and social media is even more young. I -hmm. think social media like boomed so fast. Like the first, there's Facebook, which was kind of like private, I would say, like for private citizens. Mm -hmm. I think Instagram probably, Instagram and Twitter are probably the first things and that exploded so fast that had celebrities and brands coming on. And I can still remember the novelty of that where it was like, oh, wow, like, what the hell? Like so and so has an Instagram, right? Like because Facebook was just for students at first. That was my introduction to yeah. it. But then all of a sudden, like I'm trying yeah, to think you of.
2: They have, have a dot .edu. Like, mm-hmm. like wait, mm-hmm. Neil mm-hmm.
1: Neil Patrick Harris is on Instagram? Like, you know, it was like shocking. <laughs> like, whoa, a celebrity. Oh and all yeah, of a early you had... days.
2: Early days. Ashton Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher. Like A A mm-hmm. plus K. I remember. Mm-hmm. By the way, real quick aside. Please. Do you remember that one Ashton Kutcher tweet back in the day? No. About uh. <laughs> Wait, are about, you
1: are you? What happened to your microphone, by the way?
2: Oh, I'm I'm like replacing. Okay, okay. I'm replacing it. Okay. Um, I'm uh yeah. Uh, do you remember his his tweet about uh that like I can't, it's a it's like a. It's something I can't say. Okay. Al- I can't say the tweet aloud. Okay. But he, I think I just found it. Oh, yeah. He said, can we just be clear? Calling someone gay or F-A-G
3: yeah. is
2: as derogatory as calling someone a beep.
1: <laughs> Wait. What?
2: <laughs> you look like an idiot Oh, yeah. Full N. Yeah. 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 He said it. That's so <laughs>
1: sick. He's so sincere. He it, it's so sincere. He said
2: it all. Yeah. said it uh, hard. R, yeah.
1: He's not wrong, but that's a perfect example where it's like, <laughs> well, <laughs> it's like, that is hilarious, but it's like these celebrities got on these platforms and then all of a sudden it was looked at as like, Oh, this is really useful to build your brand. And kind of like, you know, like Kim Kardashian, you could Some could argue, like, mm-hmm. built this whole empire off of it. Um, but I'd say for the most part, celebrities just run the risk of ruining their lives by being on there. Because, like, <laughs> the Ashton Kutcher tweet, right? Like, that was too early to matter. But celebrities are constantly posting something like that that just, like, ruins their career. And that's the gamble you have to face every time you log on. So I don't, like... It's it's kind of like we might take for granted celebrities being on these platforms. Like Brandon, you always reference how the smartest people, the smartest famous people, just aren't on at all. Like Donald Glover, just straight up not using it.
2: Oh right, yeah,
1: yeah. Tom Cruise doesn't really re- use it. I
2: remember when he used to be on it. He used to be on it all the time. I remember when he was a, uh, he was big on. He was like a big Tumblr guy.
1: Yeah, he
2: was like mm-hmm. he, he used to tweet uh so much but this was that was back in like 2009 or 2010 or something
1: i've been kind of rambling for a while but katie are you following what i'm saying does that make sense
0: yeah i mean i think that like yeah it's it's funny the like how celebrities first were getting on like social media like twitter and instagram in these early days and they were like you know i was going back to think about like early days of Twitter kind of recently. And one person I was thinking about who was um, really active was William Shatner. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kept doing this thing. I was um, in early Twitter. He was really um, proactive about trying to get other celebrities verified. Cause it used to be pretty difficult <laughs> to like, I think there was <sighs> much smaller team running twitter and so the verification process was more opaque whereas like well i mean now it's eight dollars whatever but eventually it got to a place where it was basically just like there were there was a team in place that verified large chunks of you know humans so we would say everyone who works at this newsroom once a quarter send in your spreadsheet of all the names you need verified mm-hmm. or you know everyone who you know is on this sports team you know all that kind of stuff um but so there were all these like william shatner trying to he'd be like there's you know do you remember dame edna no <laughs> um i don't know how to describe dame edna up, no. it's uh uh and and she has a last name it it she's like a drag performer i think maybe british I, this is like i can imagine okay what i have no idea what this
1: is but it's like yeah it's a it's like a very like 80s queen.
0: comedy thing okay um, yeah. he was really like trying to get dame edna verified <laughs> um and i sort of forgot too that i wonder if he was so involved because he also was in the um the shit my dad says. Oh Twitter, uh, God!
1: TV. Yeah. Oh, well,
0: he dad?
2: starred. Yeah.
0: Yes, he yeah. Starred
2: in the adaptation of the Twitter mm-hmm. account, shit my dad says. It. it, it they turned it into a uh, multicam CBS sitcom. I remember this.
1: Yeah. All yeah. too well. He. If you search Dame Edna from William Shatner, there's a lot of tweets about Dame Edna. Yeah. I can't I mean, he's search his Twitter because.
2: He has Dude. me blocked for I uh, I don't know why. I don't remember why.
1: That is the Oh man, we've talked about it too much, but really <laughs> the glory days of like the Twitter bag. That the fact that or that wasn't pre-Twitter. That was tum- like a blog, WordPress or something, but the shit my dad says.
0: No, that was that was Twitter. Okay, that was, Twitter. That Twitter? was like okay. one of the early twitter accounts that and like everyone yeah. followed it it was you know hugely popular because people thought it was so funny and amazing and this special is like, to be like so
1: funny yeah, to get a network tv show off of that
0: yeah
2: <laughs> stuff stuff white people like dot blogspot.com that guy was yep that guy got uh, a book deal off of that me and mm-hmm. brandon i think he, me and
1: brandon's first writing gig was for the ghetto hikes tv show that never came out <laughs> Do you do you remember that Katie? <laughs> I Vaguely,
2: <laughs> that, I remember. That reference
1: did I'm like, I'm, fr- I'm
0: racking my brain of like.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, wait, it's not worth explaining, but it was a very like.
2: Oh okay. Uh wait, st- shit. My dad says, wait. Justin Halpern has uh gone on to he works on Abbott now. That's cool. Um, he but he did. I thought that was he also stuff white people like.
1: Is that really no, that I don't was think so.
2: No, that was who is stuff white people like. Um that was um tch, 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 let's see. That was like I remember that guy going on Conan once to promote the book. Um oh, Christian Lander. Okay. Christian Lander. Uh okay. but yeah, I think that they're both they they like both parlayed this into you know, like a career that is uh lasting today
1: God okay Just yeah well, this is a glory Christian is.
2: Lander later later went he's now he's now he works that's crazy Wr- wrote uh, what he was he was stuff white people like Blogspot turn that into a book now he works on blackish
1: interesting from the the pipeline he' has a from stuff white career. people like
2: yeah to uh blackish Kind of, of interesting.
1: That's kind of, that's amazing. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been a weird, wild ride for these, you know, these platforms, but in the grand scheme of things and how this will fit into history, it's really not been that long of yeah. the time period. <laughs>
0: there's sort of there's sort of this idea now that like social media is dying and that it's sort of in the this is the sort of the the death the dying star phase or whatever um
2: the the death rattle
0: yeah um and and the thing with something like twitter that's been around for a really long time like I, i think it's not unreasonable to say like it's dying it's probably gonna die soon but you know the this sort of examples of what we have of what it looks like for a social media site to die are not great examples because you know it's like MySpace and Vine and those were only really around for a really short time um like yeah 2 years maybe you know like, like for Vine and I don't know MySpace was actually popular for maybe 3 years right like they yeah. were really short and specific um uh, I-
2: I think one one uh interesting thing about the the phase of Twitter where there, people were just getting hired left and right to like work on TV shows is that that was based on a time where the highest the numbers would go is 50 plus 50 plus and yeah. then you know everybody was like blowing up each other's fave star or whatever <laughs> and so a bunch of these fucking people got like tv writing gigs off of like just like presumed clout that like wasn't really there you know where it was like oh this person stays getting 50 plus 50 plus they should write (laughs) on a fucking tv show (laughs) and it's like you could be getting like 60 retweets 60 likes and people would be like well it said it said the number can't go higher so this is surely this must be viral that's yeah so i
0: remember that like you had to like, if you wanted to see the bigger numbers you actually had to go the only way to see it was to go to fave star there was actually a time right. where you could only see or you couldn't see the number of faves on a tweet you had to mm. the only way to go on was to go on to faves Favestar, star favstar um
2: faves yeah who ran that
0: Favestar? was cr- i you know
1: maybe they're the there, ones it was like that one guy
0: it was it was actually sort of sad um it was one guy ran it and he shut it down basically because he was like, it doesn't make me any money and it's too expensive for me to, you know, keep running it. Like basically all he had to do was like run the server costs or whatever. But he was like, ah, I'm not going to spend like 10 grand a year to do this thing. Uh, Cause it was just like know. a guy. Um, and I think he tried to maybe sell it. Um, like, hey, if anyone wants to buy Fabstar, you can. But by that point it had sort of lost its utility really. Um, and I think like there there had been this whole like community of people who were really into fat. Like you could give people yeah, your like
2: losers. <laughs> yeah, but they, they were like losers.
0: They would give each other their like trophy of the day. You could give people yeah. like one like award for the day and thanks, stuff. Thanks for mm-hmm. the cup. <laughs>
2: <There you
0: go. laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. <Reddit's> <laughs> so
1: <laughs> riled up. I love it.
0: <laughs> thanks for the thank, thanks for the five star <laughs> cup.
2: I've. Um, I've Yeah, these motherfuckers, I swear to
1: God, and they all fell off.
0: Yeah, I feel like there was... They fell off, or they're writing
1: on network TV shows now. Yeah. Or did, and just retired. Like, uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm just speculating.
0: There was a community that was like, the best way I can describe them is like, a bunch of youth pastors.
1: Okay. Who like,
0: were really also into making like, like, they were like, I'm a youth pastor and a dad, and I love making jokes. Yeah. And like, they were like, really yeah, into when, the fave star. Yeah, when
2: Twitter of it. was all like, there was, <laughs> Twitter was all like, uh, sir, why are you, why are you hold, uh, cop, like, why are you holding those two blunts? Officer, I'm double jointed. Cop starts breakdancing <laughs> like that, yeah, that era where it yeah. was like, why don't they call boats, uh, uh, why don't they call, uh, jet skis, jet skis, boater cycles? And mm-hmm. like, that was, which honestly is like, now looking back it's like okay well that was that was better than this
1: yeah no yeah. like that really was actually, like that's <laughs> like yeah
2: that was way better than than this i mean yeah
0: you were so mad at someone just making some nice friendly jokes
2: yeah i wasn't <laughs> mad at that i was like mad at the the whole the you know the fave star industrial complex yeah.
0: well because they were like those people who made like there was such a like. There were a handful of people who were pretty good and like really funny, and then there were a whole bunch of people who kind of were just ripping, like ripping them off, and like yeah, second tier versions of that. And that was and like and would also get really aggressive about like the the fav star of it all. You know, yeah, this is like um, back
2: when you remember like this. This was a time on Twitter where there would people would just have an app av- like their avatar would just be like a photo of cleavage <laughs> and like, Brandon i deleted like, that account dude um, okay and you know they would they would post like you know just whatever like they'd post jokes but people would be like whoa like <laughs> who's, who i miss is the sexy these are simple running times. This account? simple but times simple times but these were simpler times like these we were, need to bring
1: this back We need to bring it... It's too complicated now. It's bad. It's bad. I
2: cannot... Like, now I've been off of it long enough where it feels like... It feels like a game of Double Dutch that has has gotten so intense where I'm like, I don't know how I'm supposed to just get on Twitter and, like, make a joke now.
1: No, yeah, it's hard. And you know what? Yeah. I think, like... After... After, um if it does kind of die off like as it, you know, as people know it and it turns into like this wasteland, maybe there will be a time where it kind of comes back where it's just the nonsense, you know, where it could come back and be like this wasteland yeah. where people could come in and just have a cleavage profile and be posted and <laughs> trying to be famous for people think they're a hot girl, you know. Um, I don't know. Maybe, it could, Maybe it can happen, but I feel like... Yeah, I mean... How yeah, now? that that whole that whole time
2: I feel like I got on during like the, the tail the tail end of that. Yeah and uh yeah it was I mean I don't know it was I, I think like the most the most fun time on Twitter uh was and I've deleted all of the tweets from like this time because I was just you know I was in a different headspace. I was I was kind of a rash simpleton. But pre-Trump 2016, you could mm-hmm. just, like, be insane on there.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: Everybody was just, like, acting crazy.
0: Yeah. And I, I missed that, like, there sort of was a good time where, like, you could lightly troll a little bit more. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know. Now, like, you kind of can't. I don't know. Now the stakes kind of just got
1: raised so yeah. high. You, yeah. you just be able to post, like, a picture of a gun to your head be like, I'm going to do it today and, like, yeah. go viral, and nobody would take it seriously. <laughs> it's like...
0: Or, like, it would be funny to just, like, tweet at Xbox support, like, help, my Xbox is haunted. It just, yeah, you know, like just shot my grandmother's ashes out at me or something. And right, like, I, I don't know. Like, I can't do that now.
1: No, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's, um... Yeah, the playground became, like, the workplace. Almost, you know? Like, it used to be a playground, and now it's not anymore. Workplace and, like, Warzone. zone. I guess, like, yeah, all of the bad I mean, places combined into one.
0: Yeah, and you know, it's. I mean, I don't know. It it also is like I think at that time because it was so much less moderated than it was pre Musk. Um, it was probably worse for a lot of people. Um, you know, people who would be targeted by harassment more because there were just like lots of you know the the, the sort of that pre-Trump but like the beginnings of Gamergate there was like a lot of really bad like abuse and harassment stuff happening there um and Twitter did actually like clean it up a lot like they sort of like I feel like they don't get credit because you know people are like I don't
1: know I think it's worse now I think it's worse now like I think it's like the worst
0: now this gets into a
1: bigger conversation Mm -hmm. but like the worst thing that could happen on the internet is that you can become like, there's a viral video of you that's super embarrassing, and you become like Jesse Slaughter. Like, remember that girl where she's like crying, yeah. and her dad comes mm-hmm. on the camera and's like, You fucked around, like, you're gonna learn today or something. Like, yeah, it's like the embarrassing emo. You girl done like, goofed, you done goofed. Like, mm-hmm. and like, mm-hmm. the worst thing that happened is like, All right, yeah, you're you done goofed basically like you're viral now. It's really embarrassing, Mm -hmm. but pretty much like if you keep your head down or if you go with it and are a good sport, it'll be fine. Like, you know, or even work in your favor. Like if you like this, I don't think the star Wars kid liked it, but like, that's another person that comes to mind. Like star Wars guy. Remember him with the lightsaber? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you could even become rich off of it if you wanted and like leaned into it. Like, look at bad baby. Like that was embarrassing at first, but she built this whole career off of it. That if, was like if Numa worst. Numa did not if the Numa Numa
2: guy did not uh blow up, would we have live your life featuring Rihanna by T. I. Yeah. You know, that's that pro- that song probably wouldn't exist. That song um, starts with uh Numa Numa sample and then uh TI giving out a special what's happening to all the Iraq war troops. <laughs> <laughs> I actually can we play that really quick? I know this is like so. I'm no, being I so, will. ADD, yeah, no, but it's. I love the beginning of that. Like it starts with, it starts with like my yeah he my Does he shout Maya, out the like, troops? Like I do goes, not remember that. Hey, this is the special. What's happening to all, all my soldiers over there in Iraq? Yeah, just play it. Yeah, just. <laughs> Should play I watch it. the music really video
1: fun. version of it?
2: Yeah, here just like. I got yeah. it. Yeah, share share that share that screen. Oh, oh yeah. Life is an interesting yeah. journey. You never wow. know where it'll take you. Peaks and valleys, twists and turns. <laughs> you can get the
0: surprise of your life. <laughs> <laughs> what you
2: need to do is be thankful for the life you got, you know what I'm saying? Stop looking at what you ain' got. And start being thankful for what you do got. Let's get it to him baby girl. Hey.
3: Oh no, this is the
0: No, you need to play the audio version.
2: Wait, is there no Iraq War no. shout out? No, there is. There is in the
1: play it like on Spotify. I'll play it. Let me play out like, the po- like, we'll end the podcast with that song.
2: This is a, this special, what's happening to all my my soldiers over there in Iraq.
1: Send me and we'll, whenever we end the episode, I'll play it out with that song. Um, Okay. We could probably wrap it up shortly (laughs) because.
0: I don't want to bum you guys out too, but I recently interviewed the Numa Numa guy um, because he was selling the uh, version of the video as an NFT um oh. and you may not be surprised to learn that he never really made any money off the his viral fame oh, man. And like, he kind of has like a little bit of a sad life yeah um <laughs> but i i think maybe selling this nft i think he didn't make that much money honestly uh, with the nft sale That's but fortunate sorry new what guy
1: i mean look it you know it's a gamble it's a gamble yeah. i don't know if he did he try to go viral
0: I don't I don't remember the origin of how it went viral um like yeah, g- I
2: mean, Gary Brosma
1: We never made any money it got, off it our up fucking up viral phones.
0: Yeah like it's it sort of yeah I don't remember the like play by play of how it blew up I don't think he was trying to
2: We've talked about my old uh forum past like when I was a teenager on this on this podcast uh at at length and um, I did find an old post where the Numa Numa guy had posted a second video, and I, as at like fifteen, was like, "This has none of the charm of the original Numa Numa video," and I <laughs> like, I was really disappointed.
1: It's <laughs> like his follow up. Yeah. Oh, uh, it was, never mind. Um, that is hilarious. Wait, so he, he like recorded a new Numa Numa video. Well, he recorded
2: some other video. Oh, okay. That was like after and I, I don't think it really got much attention, but I remember talking about it when but it came I out. I think
0: if I remember, I think the one problem he had was that um he couldn't really monetize it because he kept posting his video to YouTube wanting to like monetize it, but you need like in order to be able to even monetize something on YouTube, you have to have like a certain amount of followers and a certain number of videos. So that's probably partly why he kept posting other stuff just so they could get even to run ads on it. But then also yeah. I think his videos kept kept getting taken down because it's like a copyright issue because it's just him, you know, lip syncing to a song. Um, so really he's sort of stuck in a, uh, in a you know unmonetizable uh situation
1: it is a weird it's funny like these platforms and the ability to achieve fame quickly and easily it kind of boils down like the questions of like why people want fame like the Mm -hmm. the you know the reasons people look for it like i'd say the obvious one is that people want to like make money become rich or have Mm -hmm. power of some kind but then the other is like the just like simply the attention and feeling like you're a part of it, you know, and then there's the other people who are accidentally famous, but it's weird. I think like another reason why these platforms are kind of changing or dying is that the people who are were previously making content that was entertaining realized like, look, if I want to make money, I have to do something like what we're doing right now where we have like a podcast with a Patreon where it's like at a yeah. certain point, it's, like, dude, I don't want to be on this thing where I could like ruin my life. Just to make shit that I don't... Like, entertainment that people aren't paying for. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, to be potentially be the next Numa Numa guy. You know? It's, like, it's a big risk. With not a lot of payoff sometimes.
0: Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, like, someone like Drill, I think, is, like, sort of the perfect, like... I mean, he's a real outlier. Because there's not not many other people who are actually, like, as universally beloved and good at what they do. Um, And... You know, I think he, he I think he has a Patreon um, and he has some other, you know, stuff. I have no idea how successful it is, but I hope I mean, like, he's a normal you
1: know, guy. But I, we're, we're pretty yeah, good friends like, with him. Brandon, better friends than me. Like, Brandon, you guys hang that out that a lot. Man.
2: I see that man a lot. A lot. Yeah. Like this dude comes to <laughs> my <see> barbecues.
1: That... <laughs> he's met my sister. <laughs> I like, I he's, like the normal, so he's the most normal dude. He's the most normal guy. <laughs>
0: I believe it. I mean, it, it, I think that everyone would love it to be that he should be like a millionaire, you know? Like, yeah, he creates a lot of joy for many, many people, but like the nature of this platform is that it is not monetizable in that way. Like, you can use it to maybe kind of promote something. Like, if you're not gonna like yeah. get a job writing for a CBS sitcom, then like, I don't
2: know. I think like I mean, yeah. He well, he like values his anonymity. Yeah. Right. And yeah. So then, but like he'll tell you, he'll tell you like in real life. But yeah, I've definitely you know you you're at, you're at the function, you're with you know you're with a shorty. You're like, you're leaning over. You're like, yeah, that's real, by the way.
1: And they're like, who? <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, by the way. Yeah, that's real.
1: that's really funny. All right, Jack here. I have to kind of abruptly interrupt right now. This episode ended up going exactly twice as long as we thought it would. So we're breaking it up into two parts. If you want to hear the second part of this episode, it's going to be available on Patreon. So go on over there. With that being said, I believe that I have to play out the end of this episode with the alleged Iraq war shout out version of that ti song so thank you for listening if you want to hear part two you find that on our patreon patreon.com slash yeah but still
2: special was hand to all my all my soldiers over there i
0: read everybody
2: right here what you need to do is be thankful for the life you got. You know what I'm saying? Stop looking at what you ain't got. Start being thankful for what you do got. Let's get to them, baby girl. Hey. Hey. hey.
3: That's right. Okay. Hey.